This is Money Guide with Mary Stirk from Stirk Financial Services. Now, here's Mary Stirk. Welcome to Money Guide with Mary Stirk, and today's topic is turning retirement savings into retirement income. Not quite as easy as it sounds. <laughs> with me today, I have Julie Chadwick. Welcome, Julie. Thanks, Mary. Julie is a financial planner with us at Stirk Financial, and uh, we worked a lot together on helping people turn their retirement savings into retirement income. It's the funnest part of our job, I would say. I actually think it is. It's, it's really awesome to see people utilizing the wealth that they've built to go and create and enjoy the lives that they have in retirement. Right. It gives them the retirement lifestyle that they aspire to. Yeah, and, and you know, I, I truly think that today's retirement is just a lot different than the retirements of yesterday. You know, it used to be when our grandfathers retired that they sat on the porch in their rocking chair and kind of watched the world go by. And today's retirement seems to be more about reinvention and traveling and... They're on the go. Yeah, working on hobbies and visiting grandkids and distant places and things like that. Volunteering, giving back. So there's a lot of different aspects of retirement now these days that you see that we didn't before. Yeah, absolutely. I remember when I was a little girl that we would go once a year to go visit my grandparents. But my grandparents never came to visit us. And now... I see all of our clients are traveling to go see their grandkids. So it's kind of flip-flop the other way, which means that, you know, as retirement patterns change, so does your retirement planning. Right, definitely. All right, so when you are ready to retire and you're ready to start figuring out how to turn the money that you've saved into income to live on in retirement, the first thing that you have to recognize is this is a completely different phase of financial planning. Okay, so there is an art to building wealth, but there is an art to turning that wealth into income, and those are two very different skill sets. And um, the good news is that at Stirk Financial, we have financial planners that excel in both of those areas. And the thing that we're talking about today, turning your retirement savings into retirement income, has to start with one key point. And that key point is you have to figure out how much income you think you need when you are retiring. Right. Because you've accumulated all that money. Now you have that pool of money, and now you need to make that last. Exactly. I think people's biggest fear, single biggest fear about retirement is they might run out of money. Right. I really do think that's it. And even if you have a lot of money, which the word a lot is different for everybody, right? If you have a lot of money, then that fear might still be there, especially if you grew up without a lot of money. Right. There's something psychological um, in our minds. If you grew up without a lot of money or if you grew up poor, it really doesn't matter how much money you have in the bank at this point. You're still going to have that niggling fear of, what if I run out? Put it between the mattresses. <laughs> Save it. No one can touch it. Exactly. All right. So the first thing that you have to do when figuring out how much money you're going to need in retirement is to really start looking at your lifestyle and, and your needs and things like that. Now, sometimes we lose people right here because they're worried about that big bad word that starts with a B. The budget. The budget. <laughs> Boo hoo. Everybody hates budgeting. I don't know anybody who actually likes budgeting or living on a budget, or anything like that. And here's the good news. You don't actually have to do a full-blown budget if you don't want to. There's an easy way 
to figure out what your income needs are. And then there's a more complex way. So the easy way is what we call the income gap assessment. The more complex way is actually doing a full-blown budget. Now, the truth of it is the more, um, I guess, detail-oriented that you are or, quite frankly, the lower amounts of money that you have, it's going to be better for you to do that full-blown budget. And we're going to talk about that in just a minute. But the less complex way of doing it, if you're somebody who just is going to, like, go cross-eyed when you think about spreadsheets, Mm -hmm. and if that's going to make you say, I don't even want to address retirement planning, then the income gap assessment might be for you. And here's what I mean by that. The income gap assessment is about figuring out, okay, when you're working, here's the the net amount of money that's coming into your house. And then when you're not working, you're going to be losing those income streams, right? So you have to figure out what income streams are going to stop but what income streams are going to start. And then you have to just spend a little bit of time thinking about what expenses are you going to have in retirement that you don't have now and which ones are going to go away, okay? So what people frequently don't realize when they're thinking about their income gap is that when you are not taking wage income, if you're just taking money out of, let's say, a retirement account, you don't have to pay FICA tax anymore, and that's 7.5% of your wages. That was already gone before you even got your paycheck. Right, exactly. So what we care about in retirement is your net spendable income, how much you can actually <laughs> use and enjoy. That's a pretty big, important number when you're retirement planning. But the FICA tax, as part of it, means that you only have to replace 92.5% of your pre-retirement income to actually net the same amount in your hot little hands. And that's because you don't have to pay this 7.5% FICA tax. So that's a pretty big drop in your need right off the bat. And a lot of people don't figure that in. A lot of different things they don't figure in is they're not going to be driving to work every day. Right. Yeah. So little things like that is some things that we can bring to light. Yes. And there's another big one that people totally forget about too when it comes to what they don't have to be spending money on in retirement. You don't have to save for retirement anymore. (laughs) That's done and over. You've been doing it all your life, and now you get to quit that. Yes, exactly. And when you don't have to save for retirement anymore, usually when people are getting close to that retirement point, most people are saving anywhere between 10 to 15% of their income. People tend to save more as they get older because this is more on their mind. But when you are saving 10 to 15% and then you combine that with the FICA savings, all of a sudden you're down into maybe close to like 80% of what you had before and you still have the exact same amount of money coming in. You still do the same things. Yes. So this income gap assessment is is kind of a, a quick and easier way that we can help people figure out what might they need for income in retirement. It is very important and very enlightening. Yes. Very enlightening to a lot. One of the things that is very consistent when it comes to income planning in retirement, though, in terms of an expense that you have to add back in, is connected with your medical expenses. So if you're working, you might be having medical insurance taken out of your paycheck, but when you're actually retired, you're going to have to pay for that directly. And when you're 65, if you're going to go on to Medicare, then those are a little bit more known costs. But if you're fortunate and you can retire early, then providing health care for you and a spouse can be a really, really big 
budget addition that you have to put back into this plan in order to retire early and still cover your health care needs. I would say that's probably the second biggest fear of people retiring. The first one, like you said, is worrying, you know, running out of money or sure. not having mm-hmm. enough. And the second one I would say is if they know that they have to have health care insurance. Yeah. Because it's such the unknown and with everything in the healthcare industry today, <laughs> we don't know. It is a big scary unknown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, okay, so the income gap assessment is step one. And if you want to be more detail-oriented or if you really need to make sure that the, the smaller amount of money that you might have needs to last, then you're going to want to go the route of the budget. And um, I will tell you, though, that literally if you could just sit down and spend two or three hours going through it, even with help or, or on your own, you're going to be able to get to a picture that is, is pretty clear for yourself. And in fact, we have an awesome tool that people can request. If you want to go out to our website and just email us or contact us or call us, you can request something called the Strategic Budget Tool. In fact, if you're real techie, you'll even find that you can download it right off of our website. <laughs> there is a spot there you can do that. And the budget tool is is created for people with retirement in mind. It will have suggested income sources of things that you might have money coming in. It'll have a lot of categories for money going out. We've, we've kind of researched and interviewed a lot of retired people and tried to make sure we put all these categories in there. Now, not all of them might apply to you, but it's going to jog your memory to say, oh, I do spend money on that once or twice a year. Oh, I forgot about that one. Right. So, Because people <laughs> usually remember what they're spending monthly, mm-hmm. um, but when it comes to like something that's quarterly or annually, they forget those. It's not top of mind. Right. Exactly. All right, so we've talked a little bit about the money going out. Now let's talk a little bit about the money that's going to be coming in in retirement. So a key critical piece for you to figure out what your needs and how to turn your savings into income is going to be knowing what paychecks are going to start coming into your house when you're not working anymore. What are the checks that are repetitive that might come in? So people have a lot of different sources of income. Um, Probably the one that most people are familiar with, obviously, is Social Security. Sure. And there's also, you know, there's there's special ways to make sure you're maximizing your Social Security. But to figure out what your Social Security is going to be, some people have pensions that they're counting on. Um, IPERS is um, mm-hmm. a retirement plan. Military, a lot of times there's military plans. There's a lot of different plans that are going to kick in at retirement that you need to figure what those are going to be. Right. And one of the things that people don't realize when they start to turn some of these income streams on is that frequently when they start them, the decision is irrevocable, meaning that once you start it, that you can't stop it. It is literally going to be that choice. So you want to make sure that the choice you make is the right one for you. Yeah, and so it's great to, you know, check, you know, with us at Sturk, we sit down and we review all those income sources and we mm-hmm. make sure they're maximizing those income sources. Exactly. And the other thing sometimes people don't realize is, let's say that you have a pension and you make the choice to take it for your lifetime, and that's the highest amount. People don't realize that if they pass away sooner rather than later, their spouse might get nothing. Right. So we always want to take a look at the spouse and how they're going to be covered. If they're not going to be covered by that, what are the things do we need to look at? Exactly. Welcome back to Money Guide with Mary Stirk. And today, Julie Chadwick and I are talking about turning retirement savings into retirement income. All right, so we've spent a little bit of time talking about what's going to be flowing out during retirement and what's going to be coming in. Now let's talk about how you figure out the savings that you have, how to turn that into the most effective retirement plan for yourself. So 
One of the things that people don't think about when it comes to retirement is that there's a new risk on the horizon. It's not one that they've been taught. It's not one that they've been talking about, but it is something that can really have a negative impact on your overall retirement picture. And that's something that's called sequence of returns risk. Now, in a nutshell, sequence of returns risk basically means that if you have negative returns during the first few years of your retirement and you're taking money out of the accounts that had those negative returns, it could create an environment that that account might not ever recover from that drawdown. It's not going to make it for that whole time in retirement that you planned it for. Right, exactly. So back to that fear of, oh my gosh, what if I run out of money? Sequence of returns risk, I think, is one of the biggest issues that people can have that plays into that fear. Right. In the accumulation phase, you're going to have ups and downs and negatives and positive years and returns, and you can recover for that. Yep. The sequence of returns risk is really um, magnified by if there's a down market and you're pulling money out when things are down, Those that combination of that approach is what really creates havoc in somebody's long-term retirement income success. Right. And that's something that we're going to take a look at and kind of dive into deeper with all the different ways that you can segment that money out in a little bit. Yep, exactly. So here's the thing, is that if you want to avoid sequence of returns risk, that it makes sense to assess the savings that you have and begin to shift into something that's a little bit of a different type of approach to your investing than maybe what you've had while you've been accumulating money. Right, so with your savings, your grow moves into protect and grow. Hey, I think that's part of our logo, Mary. Imagine that. (laughs) It's almost like we talk about this a lot. It's in our logo. Protect and grow your money. And that's the key. That's the the whole key is having a strategy for what to do with that money and savings once you're in that retirement stage. Yes, exactly. So for those of you who are wondering why we're laughing about our, our logo, it says plan, protect, grow. And we really, really feel very strongly that this, the success of a good retirement starts with a plan, right? for sure, because otherwise you're kind of just throwing stuff up against a wall and seeing what sticks, and that is not the basis That's of a strong retirement plan. Not a good plan. plan. No. All right, so how do you avoid the sequence of returns risk? There's actually a fairly simple way to approach this, and that's by using something that's called the bucket plan approach. And what that means is if you basically bucket your money into different pools and you insulate at least one of the buckets against negative returns or against significant negative returns. Market fluctuation. Yep. If you can insulate it and then that be the money that you're pulling from during the first, say, 10 to 15 years of your retirement. So kind of picture three buckets right next to each other. Maybe you have a now bucket, a soon bucket, and a later bucket. And the now bucket is all about things like where your emergency money should be sitting, where cash should be for planned expenses. And what are some of the planned expenses that you hear most, Julie? You might have trips that you have planned. You might have um, updates on the house that you might want to do. You might have to purchase a new vehicle. Those are all things that you know that are coming up. Right. So if you have planned expenses, those should be segregated into something that really has little to no risk. Probably needs to be something that's more in line with a bank account that's protected by some type of FDIC guarantee. Right. Right. Okay. The soon bucket then is where you're going to want to pull your retirement income from in the first 10 to 15 years of your retirement. And money that's in the soon bucket really needs to be invested very conservatively. 
with a focus on creating income. Now, there's a whole bunch of different investment vehicles that people can use for money that's in their soon bucket, but the amount of money that's in their soon bucket really ties right back to that income gap that we were talking about before. So it's going to be different for every person. Every person is unique, and so their plan is going to be unique. So no one bucket is going to be the same. Exactly. Everybody's (laughs) bucket plan looks a little different. But the income gap that I'm talking about is you're going to have expenses going out and you're going to have income coming in. And if there's a gap between those two numbers, that's the gap that you have to start filling with your retirement savings. Okay? And then figuring out how much of that, how big that gap is, and then calculating how much you're going to need to pull to fill that gap for the next 10 to 15 years factoring in some inflation into here, that's the amount of money that really belongs in somebody's soon bucket. And so in that soon bucket, you're not only going to protect like we talked about, but it also does need to grow. That's why we talked about the inflation portion. Exactly. Now, if you can pull your money from something in the next 10 to 15 years that's very conservatively invested and is to some degree insulated from sequence of returns risk, then what that means is that everything else you have in your retirement savings can sit in that later bucket, which really is designed to be utilized later in life. It still has what we would consider to be a long-term horizon because if you're not planning on touching that money or spending that money over the next 10 to 15 years, it has time to still grow. Right. So your soon bucket is more aligned with the protect with a little bit of growth, but your later bucket is really more aligned with the growth side of things. So that's how you can adopt this protect and grow type of strategy. Right. So you're not going to have the same strategy in every bucket. It wouldn't make sense, and that's not going to plan for a successful retirement for you. Right. Your soon bucket is more about conservative investing with an income approach. Your later bucket is more about maybe more moderate to moderately aggressive investing with a longer term approach. And what happens is when you get into retirement and you get settled into your income patterns and you understand what you're actually spending and you're clear about, you know, how your cash flow is working, you're going to figure out if you have enough money in your soon bucket or not. And about every five or six years, you're going to want to reload your soon bucket. So at the right time, you're going to pull money from your later bucket and kind of reload it into the soon bucket so that you always have 10 to 15 years of income in that soon bucket so that you always are protecting yourself from the sequence of returns risk. The key in retirement is we want you to be able to, like we said, enjoy the retirement that you have. As long as you're able to do the things that you want to do and your income source is solid, then we're doing a great job and we want to make sure that it's a great job for you. Yes, for sure. So here's the thing. We talked about a fair amount of complexity today. We talked about finding an income gap. We talked about creating budgets. We've talked about figuring out your income sources, knowing how much you need to pull from your investment savings and and transitioning money into now and soon and later buckets and things like that. So this has been a quick overview of, of some of those things. We actually have a seminar where we're going to go into much more detail about this. It's called magically called turning retirement savings into retirement income kind of aligns with this show but that's coming up on may 9th so it's just around the corner so if you'd like to come to that just hop onto our website at stirkfinancialservices.com or give us a call to register for it we do have some spots left in it and it's really going to help walk you through the process of how to do this what i believe is that if we can educate people on how to do this themselves then everybody is better for it now some people will want to do it themselves, and that's fantastic because we're going to provide the tools to allow you to do that. 
but some people will want to learn how to do it and then make the decision that they don't want to do it alone, and then they're going to find a financial advisor to help them do it. But the real key here is education. The more you know about this kind of information, the stronger your retirement plan is likely to be. And the more confident you're going to be in an advisor that you have. Exactly. So, all right. Well, we hope that you've learned a lot about how to turn your retirement savings into retirement income and the new art of doing so and how that shifts over time. Hopefully, we'll see you at our seminar. And thank you for listening to Money Guide with Mary Stirk. The views expressed are not necessarily the opinion of your audio provider and should not be construed directly or indirectly as an offer to buy or sell any securities or services mentioned herein. Investing is subject to risks, including loss of principal invested. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. No strategy can assure a profit nor protect against loss. Please note that individual situations can vary. Therefore, the information should only be relied upon when coordinated with individual professional advice. Securities and investment advisory services are offered through Woodbury Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. Insurance offered through Sturk Financial Services, which is not affiliated with Woodbury Financial. Sturk Financial Services is located at 350 Oak Tree Lane, Suite 150, Dakota Dune, South Dakota, 57049 and can be reached at 605-217-3555.